0: Todos vuelven a la tierra en que nacieron, al embrujo incomparable de su son.
1: Todos vuelven al rincón en que vivieron, donde acaso floreció más de un amor. You're listening to Todos Vuelven, the Rooftop Version, by Ruben Blades and Virgilio Martí, from the Crossover Dreams soundtrack. One of the most gorgeous soundtracks I've ever heard, and a movie we're discussing today. Running from Friday, January 5th until next Thursday, uh, the 11th, is an amazing film series at Film Forum in Nueva York, in New York City. Uh, León y five films, and they're focusing on five films of León's that were set in New York City. So it's El Supid, it's Crossover Dreams, um, Sugar Hill, Pinero, and El Cantante. about Extra Level, starring Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony, Piñedo starring Benjamin Bratt, Crossover Dreams starring Ruben Blaze, Elizabeth Peña, Virgilio Martí, and uh, El Super with that cast is, a, we'll speak a lot about it on the podcast, so I won't even ruin the, the intro with it, but it was a thriller and an honor to, to talk to Manuel Arce, who, who co-wrote and produced El Super and Crossover Dreams with Lomi Chasso, talked to him about the process in making those films, which are two of my all-time favorites, but they're also just important films in Cuban film, in Latino film, but most importantly in independent film, because they captured a voice and a grittiness and a realness and a truth that really has not been captured often. They are independent films with the polish and emotional gravitas of their masterworks, and, um, for me, it was an absolute thrill to talk to Manuel, and you know, um, this tribute to Leon really should be repeated in Miami. He was the Cuban American director and Cuban director to really triumph at that level. No one really has done it. Um, And he deserves these kinds of tribute, perhaps one in Miami, which I'd love to see could include some of his more challenging movies that deal with Cuba and and Miami and its relationship to it, like Paraíso or Azucaramanga, a.k.a. Bitter Sugar. The first time I actually interviewed, I had the honor of interviewing León in Generation Enya number six, back in 1996, it was the Azucar issue. It had Celia Cruz on the cover, we photographed her in front of the Twin Towers, and it had because Bitter Sugar was about to come out, I had a big, extensive kind of Rolling Stone interview type, uh, lengthy interview with Leon all about his life. And that was a thrill for me. And, you know, to talk to Manuel was an an equal thrill. And I was just so happy that this was put together by uh, the the very talented and as, 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 Manolo refers to her the force of nature, Mari Chasu and, 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 and she and Manolo put this retrospective together, or at least I believe had a hand in it, and it's so meritorious of it. There's a reason that uh, New Yorker films picked up as stupid, and that these films have such a wide group of people that love them and identify with them. And this conversation is really a lot of great names that, that need to be remembered. And it even touches on further adventures in Hollywood of, uh, of, of León and Mr. Arce, including, you know, b- just a brief things on Scarface or, or with Edwin Torres as Little's way and and After Hours and uh, early attempts at adapting those. It's a really, really interesting conversation. But mostly we spoke about the great León Chasso, his work, and and the very special qualities he brought as a filmmaker to everything he was doing, whether it was the earliest McDonald's commercials uh, that were for Latin audience to, you know, several episodes of Miami Vice and and, and the, the stylistic things that he brought to the table and and really kind of became hallmarks. I'm very excited uh, to have this conversation. Well, bueno, Manny, to, to get into this a little bit, what, what were some of the, what was some of, obviously my condolences for your friend Leon, I was I can... a huge fan of his and uh, he's a hero of mine and, and and you because of all the beautiful work you guys have done. Um, what was the inspiration be, behind putting the, forgive it, it's a, it's a somewhat obvious question, but what was the inspiration behind putting the film for retrospective of these five films together?
0: Well, I, I mean, uh, I, I don't think Leon has received the recognition that that he deserves and it was a chance together with bruce goldstein who who is the programmer at the film forum and who has been tremendous um we we decided that we needed to do something for leon and and i think it was obvious that we chose the uh five five films that he shot on on location here in new york city uh which is this, his. his city city that he loved and and that and and that uh where uh, he de- developed his, you know became a professional filmmaker so so it it was just a, a natural fit for for the film forum and uh and it has gone well yesterday was yesterday was uh, incredible it was a love fest
1: and um, really really beautiful. Love. I I could only imagine what, what last night mm-hmm. was like. For those of us that, that, that weren't able to attend me, 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 the outpouring of love and support that people have for Leon's work and for that film that you yeah. showed last yeah. night kicking it off of yeah. Yeah. Super. Well El Super, I think, is is
0: is uh, his greatest work. Uh it's is one of those films where everything fell into place. It, it was almost like predestined. And everybody that worked in, in that film, uh, that uh, from the playwright, uh, Ivana Costa, to the cinematographer and co-director, Orlando Jimenez Leal, uh, to uh, the, the editor, Gloria Pinheiro, to the film composer, Enrique Ovieta, who is, is a genius. And, and and to the actors, Raimundo Hidalgo Gato, Sully Montero, Ana Margarita Martinez Casado, Efrain Lopez Neri, uh, Reinaldo Reynaldo Medina. I mean, they they, they were all superb. Uh, and like I said, it was one of those things that it it, it was a magic a, ma- a magic moment, and 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 the film held out so well, and it speaks to us today. Uh, And to what's happening in this world, uh, and 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 to the immigrants. I mean, there were some people there from Venezuela um, who had, you know, could could everybody, anybody who is an immigrant doesn't have to be a political exile identifies with 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 the film uh, of of starting a new life after you've had one already and. In a new country where you don't speak the language, where the weather—I mean, the, uh, New York City—is the—it's uh, it's a very important part of the film, uh, and, and its locations, the snowstorms that we had—we haven't had one in two years. We're supposed to get one today. Uh, unfortunately, yes, we're showing "Crossover Dreams" uh, this afternoon, so I, I hope
1: it helps off. So. Oh my god! I hope it holds off too. That's another one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. Um, when you guys, when did you were you involved in going? I, I believe it was a play first, and then you all adapted it. How did that work for us?
0: Well, I, I, it, I, how it happened was we, you know, we we, we did commercials. We were, you know, we work in advertising, and oh. and uh, we had done a series of commercials. Uh, the first spanish uh, language commercials that the mcdonald ever did in, in in the mid 70s and and at that time we had worked with an actor cuban actor reynaldo medina who was placed pancho in the film And uh, reynaldo had been a, a a world famous model he had been the winston man uh, you know my marlboro had the marlboro man which is the cowboy the winston man had a sophisticated uh, you know, Reynaldo looked like a, an Italian gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> very and, good looking guy. Very good looking guy. And, and so he um, he got involved, started working in this play, uh, you know, off, off Broadway play, and, and he would go by the production house where we work, um, Emilio Gede production company. Uh, Emilio, by the way, is, is, is uh, one of the executive producers of the film and a very important person as well in the development of uh, of uh, Cuban cinema outside of Cuba. And and, and uh, he kept going to the office and saying, you got to come here. I mean, he, you know, he's like Pancho, so he, he almost felt threatened that we had to go. <laughs> not, not expecting much, really, you know uh it's off of broadway the uh, 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 walk up in the fourth floor a small place and and we after the f- after the first intermission we went to the playwright ivana costa and said we want to make this into a film we made a deal with them and then right away we got to work uh on adapting it to the screen uh and, and we did that uh mariano rose who i mean we founded Max Manbru and Max Manbru was a band of brothers who was determined to to make films. And uh, I, I just want to mention their names, Mariano Ross and Octavio Soler, both work in El Super. Mariano Ross was the boom man and assistant director. Octavio was the production designer of the film. Um, and and uh, with we were too ignorant to know that we couldn't do this. so. We, 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 we got a series of commercials from Goya Foods where most of the actors in the films work. Mm-hmm. And, and with that money, we, we shot the film. And, uh, and, and after we shot the film, we didn't have any money to even see the dailies because we had run out of money. And uh, Julio Iglesias uh, uh, at that time had made a statement. They had asked him, would you go to Cuba? And they said, yeah, if they invite me, I'll go and play. And imagine the furor that caused uh, in Miami, and uh, and he didn't know, but Cuban Americans own most of the radio stations in the country, and and they stopped playing him. So he uh, he offered to give a a free concert, and and we and we filmed that concert in the Orange Bowl in Miami, and then we filmed one in 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 in, in, in uh in Madison Square Garden here, and and. Uh, And we made some, there was no MTV back then, but he, we we did a few music videos in different languages because Julio was a a star in Japan, in Portugal, in Italy, Germany, France. I mean, he was so, so we did this music videos of Ami's 33 años. He was only 33 years old back then. And with that money, we were able to get the film out of the lab. the Dailies, edit the film, uh, which was by Gloria Pinedo. Gloria Pinedo was a, a, another instrumental person in, in the development of, of, of films outside of Cuba, Cuban films. She worked in every, every independent Cuban-American film that has been made. Uh, she, she was incredibly knowledgeable. Her father owned a, a, a film yeah. laboratory in Cuba, as so we showed so she was like a film rat, and she knew more about film than just about anybody I've ever met. And so, uh, and after we finished it, and we, we realized, we, we, you know, we saw it in the Moviola. We knew we had something very special, uh, but we have run out of money, and we wanted to put subtitles. And that's where Nat Chediak, uh who is a
1: Miamian, and who ran That'll- the for the, the, the Arcadia founded the Miami Film it, Festival that's the same man and
0: he saw it and said how much money do you need to put subtitles and we told him and he wrote a check right away and we wow. put subtitles and and eventually you know he got paid I mean the, the film played in his CinemaTech and 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 it was uh, I don't know two months there or sold out and, and, I mean it was it was just one of the greatest experiences in my life, and from there, you know, it had also played here in New York. It, it opened here at the Cinema Studio. New, uh, we had we we were at the uh, we were invited to the uh, uh, MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art, a New Directors Series, and at uh, that screening, Dan Talbot. Dan Talbot was the man that founded New Yorker Films, uh, and who introduced. Uh, foreign films to America he's most important man in in, in 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 ever in the film and he bought the film and 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 he had a a, a, a cinema 66th Street on Broadway cinema studio where all the foreign films play and we were there for sold out for 12 weeks he was just our office was near there and we used to go every day to see who was there there we met Ruben Blades, who had gone to see the film, and through him, you know, from there on, we became friends. Ruben used to come to to our office all the time when he had a song, and he would corner you in an office and sing a cappella, and 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 he wanted, you know, we wanted to make a film with him, and and eventually we did. Eventually we did crossover dreams after, you know, we, we uh, from El Super, uh, we we had a. We got a deal with Universal Films. We went to Hollywood. Um, we we're going to make um, a, a, a film that it got put in turnaround. It was called Short Vacation, and uh, and uh, it's about a vacation that everything goes wrong. Uh, and uh, that's that's this before all the Chevy Chase films by the same <laughs> company, by the way. Um, and so, but. And, and then eventually we make Crossover Dreams and, uh,
1: with, y, with Ruben. Y, y quiero hablar de cl- crossover Dreams, que es otro de mis favoritos. I just want to touch on it Super a little bit more. I remember and you said it played at the Cinematheque two months and I'm sure that maybe I'm misremembering it. Pero yo me acuerdo, looking at those ads and I would say like held over 50 second week or you know 40 oh, second I mean, it no, a, it wasn't that much, year, it wasn't that no? much,
0: but, but yeah, it, it, was a, it was a success beyond any expectations. It was, a, it was just, and, and, and you know, at, at the end, uh, Vincent Camby, who was the most important film critic of the time uh, in the New York Times, uh, made it uh, as, as one of the 10 best films, Raimundo Hidalgo Gato's performance. Uh, it was hailed as one of the top uh, performances of the year uh, the film went to was invited to Cannes new director series, it was an official uh, entry at the Venice Film Festival one of two American films at uh, the Mannheim Festival the Doville Festival uh, Filmex in LA I mean the, the film was uh, traveled the world like. Uh,
1: <laughs> También, no come look at the Venice Film Festival también no
0: yes the Venice Film Festival yeah the Venice it was an official entry in the Venice Film Festival uh, okay. along with uh, I mean they have two they had two films in the USA one was a super and the other one was a a clean Eastwood film I don't recall which one off the top of my head but uh, but yeah I, it was standing ovations after the a big hit in Italy and 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 in Spain and in Holland and in Sweden and England um, it was like uh, it, it was like Cuban music it traveled the
1: world it, it's such a um, an amazing film and was the cast for the film the same as the cast for the play i i didn't know that that Reynad, that uh, renato medina was so instrumental in getting it made incredible actor i love him from amigos to everything he's he's done um uh, well and the the uh the the, the
0: Montero, who who to me is is the greatest uh, Cuban actress of, of her generation, was in the original play, and and Mundito Hidalgo gato who would have been the greatest actor if he hadn't passed away all too soon, and Reinaldo Medina, and 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 they were part of the cast. Uh, we. We we brought in Elizabeth Pena, so play to that. that was her first her first performance uh, in in film, and we brought in Efraín López Neri uh, from Puerto Rico. He was a big star in Puerto Rico and a filmmaker in his own right. He made a, a, a an epic film called Isabela, and 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 we brought in. Um, uh, Margarita, Teresa, Margarita Lopez, was Margarita Martinez Casado from que Pasa, si. USA. Si, si. Uh, and Efraín and the preacher uh, Jaime Soriano. Uh, he, he was uh, Jaime Soriano. Still lives. He must be ninety years in Puerto Rico. Uh, he was one of the founders, together with Nestor Almendro, of the Cuban Cinematheque that merged into the Cai. In Cuba, so another uh, important person, and yeah, so the, the the cast was enhanced by oh, and Ilda Lee, let me you know for the Chinese. Uh, claro, uh, la China. La China, la China. It, uh, uh, Il, Ilda Lee uh, uh, had been a pop star in Cuba in the '50s. She had a song, a pop song, "Chinie Antu, chini uh, that had been a hit in the '50s, and. And and um, and I think she she brought up, uh, that uh, that element that that of, of more immigrants uh, and, and and then when the, she speaks Chinese to her kids and uh, and the oh. super oh, oh my god I got to now learn Chinese
1: too <laughs> and, and it shows the diversity of of, of of the Cuban you know experience oh yeah the Cuban
0: you know that that, that that's one of the things. We wanted to show, because at at that time, you know, Castro propaganda had, you know, all the the exiles were, you know, driving around in in Maseratis and living in in million-dollar houses, which was a fallacy but and a lie, everything they put out. But uh, it it was about a working-class guy, and that really uh, affected them. They didn't know how to react to that. Uh, I'm, I'm talking them, the Cuban, the, the Cuban regime, uh, and so uh, if, it was. Uh, I mean, the, the the intellectuals and the class they loved it. I mean, but you know, the official line of the Cuban government was very anti, um, uh, um, anti, and anti, El Super, because they realized that that it wasn't a it wasn't a obviously political film. But the underlying message was that the revolution, or the so-called revolution, was not uh, that. How, how come working class people are leaving if this is a workers' paradise? It it, it just it it went against what they were trying to to portray it as the Cuban uh, diaspora, which was uh, so very uh, and, and so so deep. That and not just like the elite, uh, uh, but but uh, yeah, it, it it was
1: it was very powerful, Manolo, because it ex- it was just showing the truth of the daily grind, and we know, okay, el, el exilio is generally working class people, and everybody's just trying to make it, and it's it when it, it, you guys that made it, were, you know, were so sort of quote unquote unsanctioned, you just two guys just expressing themselves and well, not more than two guys, but un that wanted to express themselves and just kind of expose your reality. And that's so powerful. It's so powerful. And I, as a Cuban American, I feel so proud because of all the prestige that it gained, you know, New Yorker films. I remember it was one of the first New Yorker films releases on VHS in the eighties. It, it,
0: it would have been, I mean, you, you know, it's a, it's They had the films and, you know, they had what well, there's a non-theatrical market, which is um, uh, universities and foundations, institutions, and the State Department, the U.S. State Department uh, had permanently rented the film uh, as a way of showing the, the foreign workers just what, who were the Cubans, how they spoke. I mean, this this was so... I, I mean, this was the essence of Cubans, and 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 the, the multiracial aspect of it, the 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 way that I mean, Sulemontero is is is, and and Mundito, they they were just uh, Cubans to the marrow. They were and 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 I think uh, the film showed that 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 and and, and anyway, it was it. It was just a, a great time. Bill, it's the best time of my life. That's I, so
1: beautiful. I, I uh, it, it, it's beautiful, and the fact that you've you all have kept it alive. I know that a few years ago, um, you all struck a a new print of it, I think, and and showed it at the at the tower in Miami, and I was so excited about that because. Yeah, yeah, we oh,
0: had, yeah. we in two thousand and thirteen, we uh, we digitized the film into four K, so to preserve the film and and at that time we had it was shown by in the in the Miami film festival sort of outside you know whatever they had a special thing for it and and then it had a little run at the tower and some other theaters um i don't know if 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 the the, the new cubans that come to miami can identify so much with it because uh, people are coming to a city that is, you know, uh, they'll have to learn English. I mean, it's 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 a Cuban. It's a no. Now it's more like a Latin American city with all the other people. But so it's it's different from from the, the people that came up north and and had to work in factories and had to deal with the uh, the weather and 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 just uh, the, you know the, how how difficult New York. And other northeastern cities and midwestern cities can be. I mean, it's it's, it's like he says uh, the super says you know you you you, you live you live to work right. um, and, and, and basically a lot of other societies uh, work to live and uh, um, so so yeah it's. Uh, but but it was great. It was uh, and last night it was just you know a lot of old friends there, people that I've worked with. Benjamin Brad was there. <clears throat> he had never seen the film. He's, he's the star of Pigneto. Claro. That, claro. Uh, and, so uh, yeah, he he's is he's, he's great guy and Jorge Uya who's uh, uh, and his wife Daisy Esposito who's who Uya uh, made a film What Was He? He made he also made a documentary of uh, and all the stuff, and, and many- Muirza comm- is, is an amazing figure in El, in el Cinecua. Yeah, he is, and, and, and his wife, uh, his wife, one. Daisy, uh, you know those commercials that I told you, she was working for the agency that that, that had the commercials, and, and she had just started there, and Daisy became the, the head of Young and Rubik, and I mean, she's uh, one of the most successful women, cuban or otherwise uh, in the world
1: today she uh, she's an incredible person that that's uh, spectacular and se lo merece at yeah. all because you're all of the innovators uh, la, bueno, la de, de yeah.
0: mcdonald that was conil advertising by oh, yeah. uh, that that but you know we worked for many other agencies, not only Conil, but those McDonald commercials were at Conil Advertising. Uh, Conil um, uh, uh, had been had had an advertising queue, company in Cuba as well. He was an all that man, uh, and and it was one of the, the at the time one probably one of the one or two biggest uh, Spanish uh, Ad agencies in the country, very impressive, uh, very, very
1: successful, very impressive. Manuel, brincando para, if you this is your forum, and I'm honored to have you do it. Well,
0: I, I, I just wanted to give a shout outs to people that don't get as much credit as, as they should, but who it's were important. Please do instrumental in making this film. Um, Please do, Mariano Ross. Uh, he. Uh, he's uh, an associate producer in his loft in in, in New York. Uh, Is where Leon and I worked to uh, to to adapt the, the, the film. Uh, he later was the boom man in, 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 in the, in, in the uh, uh, that's a sound man, uh, sound recording guy. Octavio Soler. He's the guy. He's a master as the production designer. He's the guy that found the location. <laughs> he's this guy that that all the props and all the furniture that, you know, he created because that, that that was all created. That was not like a place. That was an empty an, an empty uh, apartment that that was that we made into a into a home. And he was responsible for that. He's uh, and and these are people that have passed away. I'm 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 I'm,
1: I'm, uh, I'm one of the few people that. I'm the last of the weekends no it's bueno to felicito it's important to get all these names out together yeah. Historia and yeah besides the I, podcast we'll we'll transcribe it and put it on the site because I, this is really our history yeah and and and, and you
0: know just i don't know if, I, I think i mentioned that the, the music the music was so instrumental in in the film <clears throat> and, and, and and he, he was genius um, and and unfortunately, it's no longer with us. But like most of the people, uh, uh, and then you know, uh, crossover dreams the same way. I mean, oh, Virgilio Martí. Uh, oh my God, es una leyenda. He, he sings um, uh, the, 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 in the titles. He sings the song uh, right. in, in El Super, and then he plays his. He, he Co-stars and crossover dreams. Uh, he's one of the uh, not only it's one of the nicest, most genuine human beings that I have ever met in my life. Virgilio, we, we miss him. He he was he was just so special, and uh, and, and such a great presence on screen too. He was a great oh. he was a great presence. He had such a great you know he had such a story. That I mean, you know, he had been in Japan. He had played with Machito. He had played with, at less not a corner in Cuba. He had lived in Peru he, for eight years. He had he <clears throat> he was from from a place called Cayo Hueso, which is one of the neighborhoods in in in, in Havana. Uh, and and he had and, and so he 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 was uh, knew the history of of Cuban music. Uh, and, and it was uh, also a pleasure to have known him and and to have been able to work with him. Uh, one of the great privileges
1: that I've had. Uh, it, it, we, we were all the beneficiaries of, of it. All the all the people that enjoyed the incredible art that you all put forward. My vinyl copy of my crossover dream soundtrack. You know the thing that it top from perfect from top to bottom. You know the. Mm. the Version yeah. of Being," etc. Yeah, yeah, and that, that just I mean, that, <laughs> the,
0: the, the one in the roof in Corsaro Dream, where he plays just with La Clave, uh, and, and then, in, uh, yeah, and and I should also mention, you know, that a lot of the musicians people don't realize that that, that played in the, that soundtrack. The top musicians in New York, there were, I mean, Mauricio Smith, who plays the flute, which is if. And it's a very important instrument in the score. He later became director of the music director of Saturday Night Life. He's a man from Panama, an incredibly talented musician, incredibly beautiful man as well. Peri Ortiz, who's a trumpet player, perhaps Puerto Rico's greatest trumpet player. a couple of the violin players played at the New York Philharmonica. I mean, we had really the top musicians and, and in Crossover Dreams uh, also, you know, we had the, the, the people that played in that soundtrack because uh, there's it, a lot of the top musicians in New York that, you know, we knew because we we work in advertising, we do jingles. And a lot of these words, guys, even when they're, you know, they're, they're very well known in the industry, that, but that's what I do, that's how they make a living. They, they go on, uh, and and play in jingles and and, and sessions for other people. And, and, and so we, uh, New York, uh, it's, it's
1: also, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the characters in the film. Uh, it, re- it really comes across. And that this just the outpouring of New York talent um, that's in these movies. And it's a testament to yourself and Leon y el equipo ese tan espectacular that you all put together. When 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 the Hollywood film doesn't go, um, and then you all decide to do crossover dreams, which I remember seeing at the Feldman Brothers Coconut Grove Cinema, I believe mm-hmm. initially released, and then and I remember the reviews like this this is such an amazing story because this happens. All the time, and this movie captures it so beautifully. Can you take me a little bit through the gestation of that process and what made you want to tell that story?
0: Well, uh, uh, you know, like I said, we had met through and we had always wanted to work together. <laughs> and crossover was a, a, a term that was uh, at that time. It was you could see it in the in the in the trade magazines, you know, but uh, some artists. Uh, Country music artists trying to go mainstream, and it was a crossover, but it wasn't. So it, it was about a, a, a guy who um, who wants to uh, to become a big star, and and for a, for a while forsakes uh, his his roots, and and it doesn't happen for him, and he has to and goes back to to the music and uh, uh and and it's said people think that it's Ruben's story but no you know ruben is a harvard educated uh, lawyer he he was he was acting that's that's not ruben uh, uh and and it was just um again it was a great experience it was shot in new york in 62 locations in places El Corso and and, and <laughs> which doesn't exist anymore. and the, the, I Can't remember the names. The one in the in '96 and Broadway, the club there. I mean, all those clubs that that were the uh, the uh, meat and potatoes of 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 all those Latin bands. The, you know, Latin bands that they they would play at, at six clubs in you know in a night. They would go from it was it was a hard life, but you know it's a life that you're a musician. You that's what you want to do. The rewards were never as much as they could because that com, com, compens, to compensate the talent that the musical talent that that existed here in in Latin New York. Um, but you know that's a function of the market, and and that's why artists dream they want to go they want to cross over because they want to reach a bigger audience uh and and sometimes
1: uh, uh, when you try to do that you lose who you are you you bring it off so beautifully in the film because the way it happens so slowly and you know it's very evident in the beautiful screenplay that you wrote and the way you all put the film together um it's little by little, it's a little bit, well, maybe we replace la trompeta with a saxophone and maybe we do this and, and, and the way that the, it's just so sutil and the way that it all kind of plays out, you know, his early brush with fame, with this girl's riding the bike around the apartment, La Americana, and just how <laughs> he kind of, close, and it's so perfect. And then his ultimate sort of, Comeuppance. He's such a an interesting protagonist. What? um I, anyway, I, the I guy that,
0: the guy that the the guy that played the trumpet, Sean Elliott in Crossover Dreams, is a great Puerto Rican uh, actor. He he was uh, in the original. <laughs> not even the. He was a dancer in the original when when they were making West Side Story. The play. Wow. Uh, so so he's he's a guy with. Incredible New York roots. Unfortunately, he passed away, but uh, he he would. I don't know if you're a fan of Law and Order. He he had a recurring role as a judge in. in <laughs> yeah, uh, and his wife, uh, Donna. I can't remember her, her last name. She's a big big Broadway star. Uh, won multiple Tonys. But but um, yeah, I'm sorry I cut off you. No,
1: okay, sorry. This is free form, and I'm I'm thrilled yeah. to just have this conversation with you. And anything that you that comes to mind is grist for the mill because I think these are films that are, people adore and they don't get discussed enough. That's why it's so wonderful that you're doing yeah. this retrospective. And, you know.
0: and by the way, the Tos Welving was is a is a, a ballad written by Cesar Miró, uh, who's a Peruvian. Um, composer and and it was one of uh, uh, Virgilio had adop- adapted it to like a war one call and Virgilio would come by our office and he would just bring tapes he had like a studio in the basement studio you know he would record in the basement of his house in, in Brooklyn and then he would bring this place and 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 I don't know if you remember when he teaches, a, a Ruben, to there in the apartment, and he says, "Forget about here. Here, here's the song I have for you." And that, that was really, uh, uh, you know, it had been a ballad, uh, uh, and and he made it into he made it into a, 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 a soulful. Um, uh, I mean, you say it's soulful; the, the lyrics are beautiful, but. But just that that Cuban feeling that he gave it, uh, it w- was was magnificent, and 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 it is a, a very important uh, because it's the theme of the film. those welting,
1: it's such a powerful piece of music. Um, yeah, it is, and I, I mean, I've I've you know the thing with Beniel and I've I've put that on one of my on mixtapes. I would put it on people's mixtapes all the time, and the primera llamada was like, pero que esa canción también. I'm like, well, it has to be with the film. You have to see the film that it's from; it's even more beautiful. Um, and the way so, I'm sure you're
0: familiar with it, uh, the, uh, I, uh, the uh, el conjunto folclórico new yorkino. Claro que Virgilio, you know. Was was that, the, that's, that's, that's that's the first when I when I, uh, that's when we discovered Virgilio and, uh, and, 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 you know, the, uh, both the, and, and, and the, uh, 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 Gonzales and, and his brother uh, uh, Gonzales was, I mean, uh, were responsible. And the Gonzales is uh, along with us. He was a, a, a Puerto Rican from, from the Bronx who loved Cuban music and, and who was uh, the, one of the engines behind that, Conjunto uh, for Lorico, New York, which those two albums to me are. I, I
1: don't know. I think no. nothing has been done that is better than that. They're incredible. Them yeah. And I cherish them. I won't even lend them to people. No, no, no.
0: You can't. You can't because God knows uh, that, that it's, it's not something that they're going to be reissuing. Uh, that, that was an independent. Project where all of New York's best musicians, including Ruben, and and then just everybody had all the greatest New York musicians, uh, Latin musicians played in those in those two albums, and I think they're the most important albums, uh, Latin music, Caribbean music albums of, of, of were,
1: the okay. past know they very well maybe be i was just uh, wanted to agree and when you all when leon makes the migration over to miami vice did you do some of that with him
0: yeah i i i i worked i i, I did write uh, several scripts and only one got made and i still get residuals sometimes uh, i'll get a Terrible. check i'll get a check for fifty two cents or something like that or or they're more like, like uh, $3 or $4 or $5. One time I I, I I went, I was in Spain and I got to my hotel room and I put the television on and, and there was Miami Vice and there was the uh, uh, the episode that, that had made it to the screen, a uh, kill shot that, that I had made. That's a great one. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I still get residuals. That's uh, and and that that was a great show. I mean, Michael Mann, who's the uh, mastermind of that, uh, he's, he's he's got the new film al Ferrari, which I'm dying to see. Uh, to me, true. Michael Michael Mann is uh, again uh, one of the top film directors of 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 his time. I mean, uh, all his films are interesting.
1: Uh, oh, I see. agree completely. Really. <laughs> What do you think the experience was like uh, for Leo? I mean, he was coming from commercials; he'd done indies. Well, uh, into episodic. It,
0: it, well, yeah, it, it's it's a, it's a different matter because you know, as, as, as a a director in a in a series, it's not uh, the the person. The, the, there's a new director every week for every program, so. They don't have the same kind of, of of control or power over their work as 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 uh, in a film when you so especially an independent film where you are, you know, free to don't have any bosses over you. But but uh, you know, it's it's a different thing. But it, but the, the one thing about Leon, I mean, he's not only an artist; he was a professional. He, I mean, he 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 knew Leon knew how to. To, to get things done on time and on budget uh, he, he, he he was not you know he he, 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 he was a professional he was, uh, he was it's a man who who uh, you gave him a budget and he stayed within his budget and, and he worked with actors he was very good with actors because he was a very uh, accessible human being I mean Leon was a uh, democratic with a small d big d too but (laughs) with with a small d that you know where's leon oh leon was uh, uh, off to one corner listening to a a cassette from a a production assistant of some punk bank or or discussing with another production assistant charles Bukowski. i mean he he's just like he was just that kind of person he he could talk to to the president, or to or or, or to the dishwasher, and uh, it wouldn't be different. And 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 that's a great quality to have as a director, especially was an actor's director. I think every actor, every actor that worked with him, uh, uh, I mean Benjamin Brad loves him. I mean I, I, every actor that works with him because he was very relatable. He understood actors, and 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 and. And he was not somebody that you know, some directors, yeah, they had fifty seven takes. Leon, if Leon got what he wanted on the second take, that was it. He was not gonna he, he was very sure of of what he wanted and what he liked. And and that's a great quality to have a, you know, there's some very good film directors that are so insecure that they have to, to have fifty takes. And then you know, you you Get to the editing room, and and it's like they're paralyzed because there's so many that are good. Which ones are? So no, he was, and I think that working in episodic TV also helped him hone his craft even further. Because an episodic TV, uh, like I said, directors are not. I mean, the 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 showrunners. Are the ones that that control that uh, they're like the production managers, of the, and and they're there every week, and they're so they uh, they pretty much control. But but Leon, the work, I mean he he made like ten Miami Vice's in a row, so <clears throat> so he was and and and, and he brought in uh, Oliver Wood, the director of photography, uh, who had worked with us in a film called Fat Angels, a film we had done for for Warner Brothers in Spain and uh, and Oliver became a big time director of photography in Hollywood he passed away recently I mean I, got, <laughs> I laugh because every time I mention somebody it's like I pass away it reminds me of my my mother-in-law
1: who uh, always ended the stories and then she died <laughs> oh my gosh my, my, you know, that it, he really is um, you know it's you were talking about his ease with actors, the performances from Benjamin Brad Pineto to Jennifer Lopez, and never better, I think, that, I think I, than in El Cantante ever. And I mean, she says it. She's like, oh, wow, that was my shot at an Oscar. That was the best performance I ever gave. I think I think so. And I think she doesn't get the credit
0: for it. I don't know, for some reason, you know, I, I guess because of J Lo, because of all the publicity. She doesn't get the credit that she deserves, but I think she was magnificent in El Cantante. I think He's it's amazing. amazing, and, and Mark is a very underrated actor. I mean, I, I I just saw him in a in a film with with a, a Denzel Washington film by by one of the uh, the the brothers. Uh, the, the guy that just made Napoleon. Uh, oh, uh, it was was it a Tony Scott film? Yeah, the Tony Scott film, or, or, or uh, that that um, I think it's the council, you No, know, the and and Ruben also made that they both make tremendous films with the Scott brothers. Uh, Mark then made one with one of the brothers, and 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 Ruben made one, so and and they're I think some of the best work. Mark is a very underrated actor. I. I always thought if I mean, if I, if I had the power to be I, if they want ever to make a biopic of Frank Sinatra I can't oh, think of anybody I think I mean he's he's got the voice he's got the look I mean I don't know how Italians would feel about a Puerto Rican playing Frank Sinatra <laughs> but, but but I but I don't see anyone better than him He'd uh,
1: be fantastic, and yeah,
0: and and I and I have worked with Mark, and I didn't work in El Cantante, but I I I I, I have I did work with uh, with Mark in two music videos. Um, he's a great, great guy, man. great guy, uh, another, another very down to earth. Uh, he's got a weakness for women, though. <laughs> he, he can't. He, he wants every he wants every candy in the in the
1: pastry shop. <laughs> <laughs> well Mahina, it, 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 being the man is a rock star you know yeah yeah he is he's is an incredibly talented uh, you know it, yeah. it it happens the um do you want to discuss because there's so much to discuss regarding Leon do you want to talk uh, briefly about the other films in the series that's a film form and then we can touch briefly on some of his other work if you'd like you know yeah, just okay to determine- well they
0: are all shot in location, and you know El Cantante. We just talked a little bit about, which I think is a very underrated film. And like I oh, said, I think wonderful Jennifer, film. Jennifer Lopez's best performance, and Mark was great as well. I think uh, Sugar Hill. I think people will uh, will will enjoy very much. That's with a. Uh, with Wesley Snipes, and, and I a, saw
1: that at the Miami Film Festival when it premiered.
0: I, that is a very underrated film as well. Uh, uh, and, and what did we should, we should, let's see, I have I mentioned Pinheiro. I think Pinheiro is is is, is great, and I think that Benjamin Bratt's greatest performance. Absolutely, um, and a powerful, <laughs> beautiful, subtle movie. Yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, Crossover Dreams, we've discussed and Super, um, uh, have I left any? And
1: and Crossover Dreams, just para tocar because it's one of my favorite movies, that is, all that is just original, just you watching the New York milieu, Fania, everything that's going on, a million stories like that going on around you, no? Yeah, 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 that's, that's, uh, that's, that's it i mean uh, that it's,
0: it's it's basically loosely based on on uh <coughs> on on well like i don't want to say that because yeah, you not, can't say it yeah because it's 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 really you know it's a compilation of, of of different stories and like i said we 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 knew with we both uh, uh, uh new yorkers and 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 and, and we Knew the clubs we worked with a lot of the musicians uh, because of, like I told you, said before, you know, a lot of these great musicians were working sessions, making jingles, and uh, and, and so on. So, so we knew. I mean, for example, the uh, the the character of of, uh, of uh, the his the manager, the, uh, the crossover dreams. Uh, uh the guy the the actor the uh, character that says plastic is forever you know that has the right. furniture store and he plays that <clears throat> well he's based on uh when we shot the uh the uh, the, the way he paid when we, when we shot the um the julio iglesias concert in Madison square garden he used he used to work with a uh, uh, i'm blanking out on names uh, okay. uh, uh uh, yeah, you've I got nine thousand was... names that you've. You know, yeah, uh, I'm well, he was, uh, uh, the name uh, Ray Aviles worked with a uh, uh, with, with uh, his partner was one of the uh, who I'm blanking on his name was the most important uh, manager of of Latin musicians in New York, and 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 we were shooting in in uh, the concert in. Uh, in, in Madison Square Garden and, and, of course, we're doing this so we, we, with non-union crews and and, 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 and it's all of a sudden the, the union store comes and, and Ray Aviles uh, goes into his crush and takes out a, like $10,000 in small bills <laughs> to pay the union. <laughs> and, and so that's, that's, we got that for, for his, for the manager in Crossover Dreams from that.
1: Incredibly.
0: And, and, uh, and, and, and it was, you know, it's, it's all based on things that we, that we had lived or heard and stories and, uh but, but it's, I mean, 62 different locations. That was an incredible
1: uh,
0: a, production, production feat. It was fun to shoot
1: that. And, and, and. Well, no, it's not a fossil at all. You know, the, the films that are showing in the retrospective, of course, they're the, his New York-based films, Sugar Hill being, I guess, and El Cantante being, um, I guess, the two big studio ones. piñero was a, an independent production? Or was no, no, one?
0: no, independent was also, uh, it, it, it was a studio
1: as well. And and it's so, it's amazing how much (laughs) his, you know, interests come through even in the studio films and, you know, having followed his career from Azucaramanga, Paraíso, and these, you know, these were more challenging for the general audience, I guess, especially Paraíso, but I, I I really admired the way that León just kind of, Kept to his guns and said, "No, this is what I'm feeling, and I'm going to express myself the way I always have." And I thought that was very admirable. By the
0: way, we're we, are, we are, we're trying with uh, 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 Mari, his sister,
1: who's who's a force of nature. Yes, uh, and, and, and a fantastic, you know, personality, director, producer, oh, oh yeah, yeah, she's in her a, own right.
0: She's an incredible human being. She yeah. she wants to organize a. There was a talk about the uh, Museo de, de la Diaspora uh, to show his films, but I don't, I, you know, I, I, I Mari will decide of this. I think there's, uh, I, I wish that uh, uh, Miami Day Junior College or the Miami Film Festival, uh, uh, somebody would would do justice. I mean.
1: In Miami to Leon. I said, well, we'd like to see this in Miami. This is something we'd like to see in Miami. Hopefully that people would, would do that. I remember talking to, um, to Alejandro Rios. Yeah. Alejandro said, it, you know, we have to do something for Leon. He's the only one, the only one that has worked at this level, the only one that has done these kinds of things, and we haven't done anything. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I guess I should ask you that if, if you had to sum up, you know, the qualities of his films or his work overall I mean they're certainly very humanist and very beautiful but I don't want to be the one to say it I wanted to oh, the, 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 I, it I think yeah I, I think he
0: he genuinely care for his subject matter I don't think in terms of quality uh, that there is a, a Cuban or a Cuban-American director that can compare with him and the only one that I would put in his in his league would be Tomas Gutierrez Alea. Oh, uh, hey, 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 he's just something uh, else. So the, the, I think what of, of filmmakers that the, he would be right up there with Tomas Gutierrez Alea. I think Leon is the most important, um, uh, the Cuban uh, filmmaker of his generation, and I think his films uh, will stand the test of times. And I think he will get more recognition. You know, he he went to Hollywood, and and, and Hollywood was not receptive to Cuban exiles. So they they still, I mean, you know, the the they, they, they still
1: believe the Cuban propaganda. And yeah, so they, they definitely do. As a as yeah. a filmmaker myself, who in the '90s didn't know when to keep his mouth shut. And they didn't no, like it very much. No, no, you, you, you had to. It, it, it was.
0: That's why I never. I mean, I wasn't interested in that, that the, trying to reform Hollywood because that's you know I knew you can't fight city hall. You know, no. uh, Leon the fighter. So Leon thought, um, in retrospective, though I wish we had Maximum Brew films had stayed together and we had been able to make more films. Independent films together, yeah, but you know there was an economic factor as well uh and that you know money always uh, plays a big factor and that uh, and 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 so that that'll be it I mean we tried making we had we have after we had a film called welcome to America that that we were going to make after a super and it was about a, 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 a a, 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 a Cuban who had been in 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 jail in, in Castro's Cuba for you know 20 years and his wife and daughter had gone, come to New Jersey and, and had and it was it was the film about how you know the wife and the daughter had adapted into they had become this you know americanized uh, the the wife had a, a beauty parlor the the girl was uh, totally an american and and he after spending twenty years in Cuba has has to face that and and we we got to we had the actor from Miami and we had we got to pre production and then this is like in when the interest went up twenty uh, percent uh, like in nineteen eighty and 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 the, and we lost the financing one of the saddest days uh, I think that would that would have been such a great film. Oh my uh, God. And, and we had other films that we tried to make and, and you know, it's very hard. And we've had the experience in Hollywood with the short vacation and Universal. And you know, after, after, after it was put in turnaround, which means that they're not gonna do it. And they just put it and, and somebody's studio wants to buy it. They can, it never happened. They, they told us they wanted us to work in Scarface that's when we decided we were gonna make crossover dreams. Uh and said, okay, we gotta make our own films. And and in a way it was it was based on our own experience. Uh um we're bitter, no doubt, and and disappointed. Major disappointed. And so that's uh, that's uh, in a sense, that's also the the impetus for crossover dreams, these uh, yeah that that failure that that encounter with hollywood and and his ways es que
1: es uh, it, it, it does. Yeah.
0: and 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 then we worked you know the the uh Carlitos way uh, also we the, the, the first adaptation um, edwin torres who i don't know if you have read his books but you should claro. uh, judge uh, the Josh, uh, great, what a guy! <laughs> what a great guy! What a guy, anyway. He wrote two, uh, uh, Carlitos Way and After Hours. And, and basically, uh, uh, I and my uh, writing partner in the Times, someone named Carl Hayward, were, were the first ones that combined the two movies, the two books into one script. Oh my god, uh, and, and at the time, Leon was going to direct and Al Pacino was going to uh, to to start in it, and and uh, but you know you know how the film business is. I mean, it got made, and and it's a very good film. I can't you know, uh, it's, it's an excellent film, and because the source material was so great, I mean, it was it was yours. I mean, Edwin Edwin knew you know he was a, he, he knew his stuff. And he he was from he was from East Harlem or how it's become known Spanish Harlem. But you know if you're from Spanish Harlem, you know it's East Harlem. It's not Spanish <laughs> Harlem. <Right. laughs> but uh, that was just uh, West Side story. <laughs> but it's stuck. But uh, anyway, yeah, because it was a group of you know it was East Harlem, and he, he would he would tell us how the gang fights between the the Ricans and and the Italians and, and and these stickball games, uh, where they they would still go to el barrio because that's the other name that East Harlem had, el barrio. El barrio, claro. Yeah, and 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 where people, I don't know. Thirty years later, you know, they they would get together and play stickball. <laughs> uh, already, Edwin was a successful lawyer in New York City and that a lot of the people that that came a lot of the people that that, that came from El Barrio had become very successful as that story hasn't been told I mean you know it's, it's usually just the failures Puerto Ricans have been the, the very successful immigrants and, and and have done very well uh and, and, and have contributed a great deal to to what is New York I, I used to always say that if you were a new yorker and you were spanish you were part puerto rican absolutely not, not anymore because i mean now it said uh, dominicans colombians this central americans and you know you go to El barrio now you go to 163
1: the cushy where i used to go and they're selling tacos oh, yeah. <laughs> but by yeah, the numbers of immigration are just crazy. I was preparing yeah, yeah, the but, but and I was looking at the numbers and I was like, wow, it's incredible yeah. immigration. But you know,
0: when I came away to New York, this is a, it was a Puerto Rican uh, uh Hispanic experience. And so. so, you know, and yeah, Puerto Ricans, I mean, Cuban sometimes I don't know, we're not Puerto brother you the
1: closest thing to a queue is a Puerto Rican. There's no doubt. There's uh, no doubt. Yeah. Eh, and, then, and then Super has great observations about that too, about the relationship, you know. Uh, yeah. Which is so funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eh, yeah. Eh, hermano, te doy las gracias. ¿Qué, ¿Qué podemos mencionar que no hemos mencionado?
0: No sé qué más podemos. Te lo agradezco mucho, bella Ha sido un placer hacer esto y Y, y, y nada mucha suerte muchos muchos triunfos en un futuro y and if
1: one day I hope to meet you in person it's sería espero. un thrill for me he disfrutado tanto tus obras eh, usted no se imagina es a thrill for me cuántas gracias te doy te felicito en todo tu trabajo y tu vida. muchas gracias muy muy agradecido gracias a a, a a ti es un honor And to take you out of the show, we're listening to Yorah also from the crossover Dream soundtrack, it's with Hilo Martín with Google Play. Tremenda película, tremendo disco, the whole record is amazing, and uh, tremendo talento, so Thank you, Mr. Addison, for the honor of speaking to you and for your beautiful work. And thank you, Mr. Huchazo, for your beautiful obras. Beautiful. Now, let's bring this to Miami.